Hello and welcome to another episode of the Troy Francis podcast with me, Troy Francis. It's Monday the 25th of November on a rainy, pretty cold, bleak sort of December, uh, rather November we're not quite there yet, day in London town and I am sitting here in a cafe recording this for you and yeah, a little bit of news to kick off with before we get into the main order of business which is today responsibility transfer and I'll explain all about that in a moment. So there's as I say, a little bit of news before we get into that uh, from a sort of personal business front, if you like. Now, you might have noticed that I've been a little bit quiet on social media over the last fortnight, over the last two weeks. So last week on this podcast, I put out my interview with Andrew Tate, uh, which was very, very well received as a podcast. But the eagle-eyed amongst you, or people who've been following me for a while, will be aware that that was actually an old recording. That interview took place back in February this year in London with Andrew. And I wanted to put it out again anyway because it's a really great interview and I wanted people to hear it. And it hasn't been up on my new YouTube channel since I switched over to the new YouTube channel. That interview hasn't hasn't been up. So I wanted to sort of put it out there again, get some more attention uh, on it and so on and so forth. But... It wasn't a new piece of content. And that aside, in the last couple of weeks, I haven't really put out very much new content. I've been sort of quiet on Twitter. I haven't put out videos. Um, I didn't record a podcast last week. I just put out that old interview and so on and so forth. So why is that, you might ask yourself, and what the hell is going on? Well, basically, I took a little bit of time out just to clear my head, I suppose, just to kind of assess things, just to look at where I'm going, where I've been, and work out a bit of a direction going forward for the content. And after a lot of work and a lot of thought and consideration and so on, I do now have that direction in mind. Now, I'm not going to do a big reveal today because I want to sort of clarify and compose the message properly first, if you like. But suffice to say, there is a new direction, not new direction, but a new direction for my work going forward. And that will really start to come into effect in 2020, in January 2020, after the Christmas period. Now, don't worry, it's not a complete change around. I've not become a tradcon or I'm not going to become a, a sort of Christian messiah or something preaching from the Gospels. Uh, it's, it's not, I'm not going to do a massive divert into business again like I did a year or so ago. But really, I think what it comes down to is this. As much as it's interesting to talk about dating techniques and as much as it's interesting to talk about game and, and, and from a, a red pill perspective, um, there can be an element, I think, with all content creators where we start to basically repeat the same mantra over and over again or the same few principles over and over again. And I think it's really, really important that, that we grow in this space. And I think it's really important that we, certainly as content creators, put out really actionable, useful content. And so that's really what I'm going to be doing. And this podcast actually is the beginning of that in a sense because what I really want to focus on 
is uh, charisma and also uh, charisma, influence and power. Because it seems to me that those are really the key things, whether, we're, whether you're looking at dating, whether you want to be an international playboy, whether you want to find the right one and settle down and get married or whether you want to you know, be single. It doesn't really matter because regardless of your dating proclivities and regardless really of, of the sort of work that you do or whether you're a business for yourself, what it really comes down to is that you are going to want things to go your way. You're going to want to be able to influence your other people around you positively. So from a dating or game perspective, you know, you might approach somebody that you find attractive and obviously you're going to want them to like you. And this is what we talk about a lot in the dating advice sphere. But uh, equally, if you go into a business meeting, you are going to want the other party to think favorably of you as well. And if you were in politics, say, or if you're just somebody on the internet who wants to get your ideas accepted, you are going to want people to receive you positively. And so how do you do that? Well, the way that you do that is through self-development, but specifically it's self-development in the area of charisma. Because if you've got charisma, then you will draw people to you. And having talked dating for a number of years and having written about it for a number of years and counseled a great many guys who've come to me both on Skype and in person and so on, one observation predominates and it's this. It's not so much game techniques that make the difference because all of the techniques really that you need to know in terms of dating skills, how to meet girls, how to talk to girls, all those kinds of things. They could all be learned pretty quickly. They could probably be learned in an afternoon if you set your if you set yourself down and, you know, really apply yourself to it. You could probably learn most of what you need in a theoretical way within the course of an afternoon. But and here's the thing, knowing that stuff, but lacking charisma, lacking the personality to carry it through means that you will very likely fail, or at least you won't get the kinds of results that you hope for. And this is the problem with that whole space. You know, you get these dudes who they read all of these techniques, they watch the videos, they listen to the podcasts and so on and so forth, and they expect to to just be able to go out and start to socialize and they think everything's going to be fantastic and they're going to have this amazing sort of James Bond style existence where they are meeting beautiful women all the time and everything's going fantastically. But the problem is they lack charisma. They lack the personality to carry it through. So they may have... I understood a few psychological, uh, you know, underpinnings. They may have learned or, or read about some evolutionary psychology. They might understand the sexual marketplace to a, to a degree, but unless you've got the personality to carry it through, then you are going to struggle. And look, here's the thing as well. A lot of guys talk about looks, they talk about aesthetics, and they say, okay, so in order for me to be successful in dating and also in other spheres, I need to be good looking, I need to be tall, I need to be jacked, and all of these things. Now, of course, um, that helps, without a doubt, but, and here's the thing, charisma is the great leveler. And the wonderful thing about charisma 
is that it can be learned. Now, there's been a lot of scientific and scholarly academic research into charisma, into the science behind charisma in the last few years. And the good news for all of us is that experts determine that there are certain specific characteristics that make up charisma, that they can be measured, and that they can be learned. So... For me, this is incredibly important because, look, you know, I want to walk out into the world and be able to get the things I want, or at least I want to make it easier for myself to get the things that I want, whether that's in my personal life or that's in my business life, or it's just having respect or having a great social circle or whatever. And if there are techniques that I can learn, if there are principles that I can learn in order to help me do that, in order to help me do that more easily and effectively, then I am on board. And really, you know, we, you think of all the time that we spend talking about the red pill, talking about the, seeing the realities of social dynamics and so on and so forth. Uh, and yes, all of that stuff is very, very important. Don't get me wrong. But here's the thing. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to even things up so that you've got a better chance within the predominant surroundings that you find yourself in, within the current social milieu that you are a part of? What are you going to do today to improve your chances within that, to improve your influence in that space so that you can start to get more of what you want when you want it? And I believe that it is by studying this whole area of charisma, studying this whole area of interpersonal dynamics, looking at famous people who are charismatic, what is it about them that makes them stand out from the crowd? Looking at historical figures, what is it about those people? Looking at great thinkers, great writers, and so on. In order to try to really get to the bottom of this what was previously thought to be somewhat intangible area of personal chemistry or charisma. And the more that we can break this down into actionable bite-sized chunks in, in terms of actual advice that we can act on and implement within our lives, then that is a fantastic thing because it means that we can positively affect outcomes that we are heavily invested in as individuals. And really, that's the direction that I want to be moving my content into, because I think it's it's really important. And I, I want to include a lot of storytelling. I want to include a lot of real life examples, you know, from my own life, but also from, uh, you know, lit from the lives of other people, from experiences of, of people that I know, or, or, or famous people, or famous mythical stories, or, or whatever it is in order to bring this to life. But I think it's really important to go beyond just saying, hey guys, be the best that you can be kind of thing. And to really put some some science under the, under the, the you know, uh, uh, underneath the message, if you like, in order to say, this is what works. This is what is scientifically proven to work. Here's how you can implement it in order to have a better life. So I'm really, really excited about um, this new, and it's not entirely new to be honest, but this sort of um, exploring this area with you and on your behalf, if you like, because I, as a content creator, right, I have to think, okay, so how can I really help the people who are listening to me, who are reading my stuff, who are watching my videos? And 
you know, I'd like to think that over the years I put out content that has really helped people. And in fact, you know, I know that to be the case because obviously I get people getting into, into contact with me, maybe sending me an email or messages and things. And I know that the content that I put out there has been has been helpful in the most part, or certainly, a, uh, you know, a great deal of it has been very, very helpful to guys. But I want to really step it up and take it to the next level. And it, it's not enough for me anymore just to be sitting here and telling you stories about, you know, my dating life in the past and saying, well, why don't you try this? I want to really add some rigor to it. I want to take it to the next level. And you're going to see how this is going to unfold in the next, you know, in the coming months and, and weeks and, and months and years and so on. But, um, yeah, I've got some pretty big plans for how I'm going to roll this out. And um, one of the uh, one of the things coming from that, if you like, is that I'm going to withdraw Renegade Dating Blueprint, which is my pack of 10 books about dating, sex, game, and so on and so forth. And I'm doing that for a number of reasons. Um, firstly, because... You know, some of those books are quite old now. Some of those books, you know, Seven Laws of Seduction is seven, is, sorry, it's five years old now, I think, five, six years old. Um, they're all going back a little bit and they're all sort of promoting a message which perhaps is somewhat different to what I believe now, to what I teach now. Uh, not to say that, there's no, that, that, that those books don't have value, because of course they, they absolutely do, and there's a lot to be learned from them, which is why I'm giving you this kind of advance warning, if you like, because if you still want to, to purchase those books, then they're still available until the end of the year, and I would encourage you to do so. But we all have to move on, we all have to, to change, and we all have to pursue new avenues, and that's what I will be doing. So I will be retiring that bundle. Now, whether I'll then make it available later in any form, I, I don't know. I mean, at the moment, my plan is to take the uh, Renegade Dating Blueprint bundle down and also to take those books uh, down from Amazon as well. So they won't be available after the 31st of December, New Year's Eve this year. So if you want to get 10 of those books in the Renegade Dating Blueprint bundle for just $39, and as I've said before, really the whole bundle is worth over $250. So you are getting a, a, a fantastic bargain. Then I would encourage you to, uh, hit, hit, sorry, to hit the link below in the description and go over there now because the bundle is still available at the moment but it won't be for much longer because I will be taking it down now there will be new products coming out very soon new books uh, and, and some new exciting material coming out very soon which I will keep you appraised of but the old sort of dating stuff will be coming down so do hit the link to Renegade Dating Blueprint and get uh, the bundle for $39 while it's still available. Now, let's get into today's topic, which is responsibility transfer. And this is taken from a book that I'm reading at the moment called The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Caban, I think it's pronounced. Olivia Fox Caban Caban. She is an author, a speaker, an academic, and she is an expert in the field of charisma. And she, I believe, not only lectures in charisma, but she goes into large blue chip companies in order to train 
the employees within those companies up to CEO level in terms of how to become more charismatic. So going along with what I said before, this is somebody who is an expert in this field. And I've been reading The Charisma Myth, which is a really, really interesting book uh, that I would highly recommend to you. And um, towards the beginning of the book, uh, the author talks about this technique called responsibility transfer. And it really resonated with me because, strangely enough, it's a technique that's also taught within this, uh, within recovery circles. So people who have been following my stuff for a while will, will know that I no longer drink alcohol or take any other sort of narcotic substances. And... In order to do that, I went into recovery and I started to attend 12-step recovery meetings. And what's kind of striking is that this idea of responsibility transfer is absolutely core uh, or is absolutely key, rather, to uh, 12-step recovery. And so I really wanted to do a, a podcast just to tell you guys about it because I think that you will also find it really, really helpful. And regardless of getting away from the substance abuse side of things. Um, it's just a really, really helpful technique. And it's certainly one that over the years I have found to be incredibly, incredibly useful. And the reason for that is that it helps to alleviate anxiety. Now, in the book, The Charisma Myth, uh, Olivia Fox Cabin describes anxiety as a silent killer, both in terms of business, but you know, for our purposes also in terms of dating and interpersonal relations as well. Because when you're anxious, you're basically worrying about something. You're worrying about an outcome that you probably can't control. And that is forcing you to be less present within whatever situation you find yourself in. And that is going to have a negative effect on your ability to positively influence other people. It's going to have a negative effect on your charisma because, you know, to put it simply, if you are sitting there worrying about something else outside of the present that you aren't really able to influence then you're not really there with the people around you. And if you're not really there with the people around you, then they are going to sense, on even if on a subconscious level, that something's a little bit off about you, that something's not quite right about you. And that means that you are not going to be having the impact on those people that you could otherwise have. So if there was a technique to alleviate anxiety around the difficulties that we face in life, then I hope that you can see how that will be a fantastic thing because it would mean that you could put aside your anxiety, you could put aside your worries, and you could be more present for those around you and have a correspondingly greater, more positive impact on those people. So there is a technique and it's responsibility transfer. So I want to read you now a quote from the book which describes this. The single most effective technique I found to alleviate the discomfort of uncertainty is the responsibility transfer. In uncertain situations, what we really want to know is that things are somehow going to work out fine. If we could be certain that things will work out, that everything will be taken care of, the uncertainty would produce much less anxiety. And then she says, take a moment to try the exercise in the box below which I'll go into in a moment. So, um, here is a technique which we're going to outline in order to reduce anxiety, which hopefully, if you've been listening this far, is a great 
God sends to you. Um, and the way that she advises that we alleviate responsibility is effectively to to sit down and to open ourselves up to the possibility that there is a, po a power greater than ourselves who is responsible for the circumstances in which we find ourselves and who will be there to help us through it in a benign and loving way. I'll now read the exercise that Olivia Fox uh, Caban advises us to, to do. So she says, putting it into practice, responsibility transfer. One, sit comfortably or lie down, relax and close your eyes. Two, take two or three deep breaths. As you inhale, imagine drawing clean air towards the top of your head. As you exhale, let that air whoosh through you, washing away all worries and concerns. Number three, pick an entity, God, fate, the universe, whatever may best suit your beliefs, that you could imagine as benevolent. Four, imagine lifting the weight of everything you're concerned about, this meeting, this interaction, this day, off your shoulders and placing it on the shoulders of whichever entity you've chosen. They're in charge now. Five, visually lift everything off your shoulders and feel the difference as you are now no longer responsible for the outcome of any of these things. Everything is taken care of. You can sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever good you can find along the way. The next time you feel yourself considering alternative outcomes to a situation, pay close attention. If your brain is going around in circles, obsessing about possible outcomes, try a responsibility transfer to alleviate some of the anxiety. Consider that there might be an all-powerful entity, the universe, God, fate, and entrust it with all the worries on your mind. So the important thing to consider here, and this is a stumbling block for many people who come into uh, recovery from alcohol and drugs where the same sort of thing is advised, a belief in a higher power, and particularly a belief in a benign higher power. One of the difficulties that a lot of people face, and you know, I, I was one of them, uh, I can say, is that you think, well, I'm uh, probably a best agnostic. Uh, I don't believe in a religious God necessarily, certainly not a literal religious God. So how can this apply to me? And what you need to do, as she says, is to is to put that aside because you don't have to think of God in the sense of a guy with a big beard sitting on a cloud. It's not like that. All you have to do is to be open to the fact that there is a greater power within this universe. There is a greater intelligence out there. And you have to be open to the possibility that everything that you're experiencing right now is, is correct and right. This is what you should be experiencing. This is exactly how things should be. And that whatever happens, it's going to turn out okay. Now, that's going to be really hard for you to do. And it's certainly, you know, I mean, I'm sitting here recording this. It's certainly bloody hard for me to do because I don't like to give over control, even in a sort of imaginary way, uh, at any point, because it's really, really difficult. It's really tough. But... If you can practice this, and it is a practice, so think about that word practice. It, it, it's something, literally, that we practice. It's not something that you're necessarily perfect at. But if you can just practice doing this, practice having this mindset, whenever you're worried about something, whenever you're anxious about something, just sitting there and thinking, okay, you know what? A power greater than me is going to take care of this. This is not my responsibility. I'm going to go into whatever situation it is, and I'm going to do my very best. But ultimately, the outcome is going to be handled by 
some something else, another entity, whether you call that God or whether you call that the universe or whether you call that a higher power or whatever, that then frees you up massively. So let's say, for example, this is a job situation. Or okay, let's all right, let's take it to dating. Let's say there's a girl that you really, really like and you see her across the bar and you think, I would love to go and have a conversation with her but I'm very worried about how it's going to go. She's probably going to reject me. She's probably going to say, you're not good enough for me. She might throw a drink at me or whatever. With the formulation that we have from the charisma myth here, your job is instead to think, okay, I'm handing over the outcome of this interaction to another entity outside of myself. And whatever happens, happens. And it's going to be for the good. I'm going to be looked after here. Um, And you've got to just take that attitude of completely handing it over, completely putting it to one side. And if you can do that successfully, just imagine for a moment that you're able to do that successfully, then when you approach that girl, you have absolutely zero anxiety because... Suddenly, it's not on you anymore. Suddenly, it's on the universe. And that just allows you to breathe and to, to, to take that weight off your shoulders and think, oh, God, you know, I don't have to worry anymore. I don't have to worry about the minutiae because this is no longer my problem. I'm here as an actor. I'm here to, to go through the motions, to do the necessary actions, which is to, you know, stand up straight, to walk over, to introduce myself warmly and confidently, to say hello, to say, I noticed you, I think you look very nice, my name is Troy, etc., etc. You're going to do those actions, but the, the outcome of those actions, what happens as a result of those actions is not in your power, but instead you have transferred it, you've transferred that responsibility over to a higher power than yourself who is benign and who has your best interests at heart. Now, I'm not saying, of course, that this technique is going to mean that, you know, you walk over uh, to the the girl in question and it it goes amazingly and, you know, she ends up dating you and you have this amazing relationship together. I'm not saying that at all. You you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. But you have transferred responsibility. It's no longer on you. It's no longer on your back. And that is a mental operation, which if you can do it, and again, it's it's not easy, it's something that you need to practice, it's something you need to get into the habit of doing, but if you can do it, it's so, so powerful. And this is something, as I say, I've been doing um, for, for many, many years, or I've been certainly practicing, I've been attempting to do for many, many years in different scenarios, because it's something that I learned through 12-step recovery. And it's really, really interesting that in a book on charisma that's entirely unrelated to that, we find the same advice. Why? Because it's bloody good advice, because it's advice that works. This is advice that's come down to us through the ages that really, really works. It's a mindset hack that will help you to get better results both in dating and in business and in socializing and life generally. So I really, really want you to practice it. I want you to try it, even if you're skeptical, because handing over responsibility in this way, even if it's just mentally, even if it's just a mental trick, is going to really, really help you in those tricky social and business situations that you find yourself in. And here's something else to remember. And again, um, uh, Olivia Fox Cabin talks about this in the book. The mind can't tell the difference between fact and fiction. 
okay? The mind cannot tell the difference between fact and fiction. So even if you don't believe any of this and you think, well, this is bullshit, if you tell yourself it and you tell yourself it enough and you do it in a convincing manner and you say, I'm going to make a decision to believe this, then your mind can't tell the difference between whether that's in inverted commas true or in inverted commas false. Your mind just takes it at face value. So if you tell your mind, somebody else has got this, my higher power is all over this and, and is taking responsibility for this, I'm not, then your mind will believe that and that will become your reality. And that is going to reduce your anxiety tenfold and it's going to make you all the more charismatic when you walk into that scenario because the most charismatic people are not the people who are biting their nails full of anxiety the most charismatic people are the people who, who are present who are in the moment who don't seem to be unduly worried about well things that the other person isn't even going to be aware of because all they can tell is that you seem to be worried and you seem to be anxious and it's a bit of a turn off you're not going to have that you're going to come across as composed, confident, serene, and somebody who is in control of himself and able to command a social situation appropriately. So I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you liked that technique from The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Caban, a book that I highly recommend, by the way. Uh, so do get hold of a copy if you haven't already read it. I'm going to leave it there for now. Do join me again next week for another podcast. Do join me throughout this week for more videos on uh, this and similar subject matter. And as I said, grab my bundle, Renegade Dating Blueprint, while it's still available at the rock bottom price of just $39 because it will be discontinued at the end of 2019. That's it from me for today. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.